Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. We may currently have time to stand around for hours holding a hose, but it's not the most efficient way to water our gardens. A better way to put that time to use is to install a simple irrigation system. That way, we can be assured the right amount of water is being directed exactly where it needs to go at the most appropriate time of the day, and in turn, leaves us free to concentrate on something we might rather be doing, like gardening. Now, Keith is going to explain to us just how easy it is to install a simple irrigation system ourselves. Keith, I know there are a couple of different systems to choose from. Now, can you start by telling us what they are and how we decide which one is best for our gardens and easiest to install, of course? Absolutely. I can do that. Thanks. So what do we start with? There are a couple. What are they? There's pop-up sprinklers? Pop-up sprinklers, which would go into a lawn situation. They're very good because you can get sprinklers now that are, are quite high volume. They'll throw a long way, throw an incredibly long distance. Yes. And then, of course, we've come a long way from the old days of, of the, the pop-up sprinklers that used to make that noise, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We now have things called gear drive sprinklers, which Ooh. which uh, are a little impeller that's inside the sprinkler that's turned by the water that turns the nozzle and it moves and just moves around silently. And right. some of those sprinklers can throw up to about 12 and a half metres radius. Fantastic. So that's a, that's a fair way. And that's a good option. That's a great idea. So if you're going to do it on that particular basis and you're going to throw 12 and a half metres, yeah. you've got to have another sprinkler 12 and a half metres away throwing back towards that first one. Yeah. This process is called head-to-head watering. Uh-huh. That means that the, the sprinkler head throwing the water has to hit the head of the other one 12 and a half metres away because that gives you an even wetted area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's covered, yeah. Because if you were to have a sprinkler that threw threw 12 and a half metres and you were to put a series of cups out over that 12 and a half metres, which cup do you think would have the most water in it? Oh, the one, one the line, furthest away. It would have the most water. Yes, in it. yes, yes, yes. No, it's not. It's the other way around. It's, it's it, what? a lot of people. A lot oh. of people think that because that one is closest to where the where the sprinkler is putting out the the volume yes, of but water. I'm imagining so it the going further up. out, it's got to cover a greater area, mm. and the droplet sizes are so much bigger. Okay, so all the right. one. So that's why you've got to have another sprinkler throwing back the other way. Oh, I don't know. It's all maths to me. <laughs> Garden beds, you can either have little risers with sprinkler heads on them. Okay, which so this get is not get full of. So what do we call those? That's they're not pop ups. No, call no, them no. They're, they're, a, they're a rigid riser. A rigid w- riser w- would have a full circle, a half circle, a which quarter is, circle. Which is the, were the quite common ones, really. Yeah, they, they were. Are. They are. They're maybe not so much now, but they were. And no. and they don't have the, necessarily have the strength. No, they, they don't. Don't have the strength of the pop up sprinkler. No. That's for sure. Though, and those particular types can get easily get knocked over. You could go through with a pruning and so forth with a pair of shears and just take the tops oh. off. So yes, and we yeah. were talking about dogs earlier. And and they uh, love our to dogs, chew. They that's love something to chew. Tinker did do. They disappear often. Yes. <laughs> they yes. love to chew because yes. they've got that soft, malleable yes. feel in their mouth. Yes. <laughs> so there's the pop-up sprinkler, yep. there's the, the riser, there's the soaker hose. Yes. And then there's the old portable sprinklers. Have I covered them all? Yeah, and one well, you're missing is, is, is very, very – Drip irrigation. S- that's the fellow Sorry, you're missing. Sorry, that was the next one. That, you're, that was one you are missing. Okay, so we've covered what there are, with the, the, which, you know, the options. Yep. Which one do we choose? Well, depending on our gardens, of course. Exactly, exactly. The one, the one that I like to install in people's places is actually the the drip line irrigation. 
So it is a system that was designed um, in the kibbutz in Israel, Israel yeah. where they had, you know, water was a real scarcity and they mm. wanted to put the water they had right where the plants needed to it. To the roots. Exactly. Yes. Um, and, and that way that you've got no evaporation, no loss of the, you know, wind blowing, the, mm. you know, the, the, the water around or anything else. It's and not there. burning the leaves exactly. either. And so that means you can do it at any time of the day really. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that is a, a system that I really, really like to use. Mm. What it is, it's generally in, in, in a brown colored pipe mm-hmm. and the actual drip emitter is inside the actual plastic pipe. Mm. And it won't get blocked by dirt or anything else because it has a, a series of little channels and it won't get blocked by roots because it has what's called root guard, which is a, a little substance that is emitted all the time that stops the roots getting close to colonising that area. They don't like to. How is a substance emitted? How is that coming? So it's, it's – it's, it's impregnated into the plastic right. of, the, of the dripper itself. And the water sort of helps it – Yeah, it just pushes it out ah, and clever. that just keeps the, the roots away from mm. that particular area. Mm-hmm. One of the things you need to sort of ascertain first is what your – water pressure's like mm. because if you've got poor water pressure, then you're not going to be able to do the Very whole garden slow. in one hit. Okay. And perhaps you don't want to. You want to perhaps break it up into, into different sections. Yeah. You know, if you've got a, an area out the back which is in full shade most of the day, well, it's not going to have the same water requirements as perhaps sun, out the front in, areas, yeah. the, in the westerly sun that's yep. drying out all the time. Yeah. That's another good thing to sort of think about when you're putting a system in is what the requirements of your garden is. Mm-hmm. I love the sound of the drip irrigation, and, and I have to tell you, listeners, Keith very kindly installed one. Nearly broke his back installing one for us. Haven't yet finished that. Need to actually finish that, but we need to do that ourselves. We'll, we'll, and this we'll is get what that done. Listeners can do it themselves, but I love it because of the fact I know that it's not damaging the plants in summer. You know, which is because we have had soaker hoses, we've had portable sprinklers, had all mm. the wrong. Well, I think they're the wrong things. Yep. Not doing the best job. So I think the drip irrigation system I would put at the top of my list as well. And it is easy to install yourself, isn't it? It is. Keith. It is. It good. is. And it's good fun to do. It's sort of a little bit like Meccano, you know, where, where we get, we, we've got a little garden bed that's a bit wider than, than we need to be. So you put a little tea in there and you put another line out and yeah. continue it back in. Yeah. If you've got very, very poor water pressure, then yeah. Consider putting in a, a system that is called a loop system. And that is that it runs around and comes back in on itself. So right. from the source of where the tap is, it, it would go all the way out and around your garden and return back to ah, close to the source yes, of that tap. Yes, 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 that's clever. That means that the water is getting a constant pressure all the way around that particular mm-hmm, hose. Mm-hmm. And that's another another thing to sort of consider. Okay. And one of the main things you need to put in to a, a drip irrigation system is good filtration. You need to have a fine micron to stop all the little bits of dirt and stuff that is in our water yeah. from clogging up the the hose. Oh, okay. So that's so you always need need a, an inline drip filter. Okay. Just that's an extra bit. That's a little extra bit. You've got yours. Yours oh, is on yours. You put mine in. I, I put didn't even realise you put it in. I'm so lucky. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, from from there, you can you can go as far and as hard as you like. Yeah. They've now produced systems that are fully automatic, where drip irrigation dr- systems, drip irrigations, yep. which are now fully automatic, that don't require you to run electricity to them. They're battery operated standalone systems. So they're you can program them to come on. 
twice a day, five times a day, yeah. come on for half an hour in the morning and half yeah. an hour in the evening, wow. whatever. Come on every day, every second day, third, whatever. Okay. And these systems are just absolutely brilliant. So have a little Google about we'll um, about these out. ones. Yes. With our system, I know that you said to me um, that it's probably it makes sense to have it on for probably two hours. Yes. So because it is such a slow, constant drip, drip. you need to have it on for about a two-hour period. You do. And you need to make sure that your lines are about 600 mil apart. Okay. So – you got to tee off there and run them yep. so that they're all running in, in yep. parallel unit. Yeah, I think definitely I would recommend the drip irrigation system for us for, for what we have, which is fantastic. And I also am wondering about the grass because you would then maybe have a pop up sprinkler for your grass. Yeah, and that's unless where you we want get to start running drip irrigation, I mean you can't run. That you can you can lawn. run drip irrigation systems in, in that in through a lawn system absolutely. And this mm. was this was also done by the the um, by the Israelis. They produced this drip irrigation system. That went underneath lawns, so and it works exactly the same way as the as the, the garden bed system. Do you want to come back and put out another lot as well? No, you've got too much lawn. <laughs> so you so had to we, dig up the lawn. Uh, oh, that would be uh, that yeah. would be a hard job. So in that instance, for your lawn, that's where I would go for the the gear drive sprinklers that will right. throw twelve and a half meters, yeah. covering a big distance. Yep. And you've, you're only using perhaps two or three okay. in your in your whole lawn area. Okay. So for those people who just want to, you know, really think, oh, gosh, this sounds a lot of, like a lot of work, what about a soaker hose or do you recommend soaker hoses or is that not something that you would suggest? Uh, look, you, look, if that's all you've got, yeah, use yeah. a soaker hose. Yeah. What I use in, in my garden beds is those same pop-up sprinklers but on a stake. Right. So I can move it and put it wherever yeah. I like yeah, yeah, and just yeah. turn the hose on and you can adjust the angle down to whatever whatever you want it to do. They are absolutely brilliant. They're not and popping up though. They're, they're not sitting well, on no, top they're of on, your they're stake. On a stake. Yeah, okay. They'll, so they'll that's almost that like a portable sprinkler. It is a portable yeah, sprinkler. Yeah, okay. So but that's, it's a gear-driven yeah, variety okay. that will throw big distances. And whatever, and what we really need is, is something that will be easy and something we don't have to worry about too much because I know that, that before you kindly – uh, installed our system, I was moving sprinklers around the house, around the garden, and it was taking me a lot of time. And I was turning soaker hoses on and off, and that was a waste of water as well. So it's about, you know, conserving our time, conserving those, mm, the planet. Yes. So not using too much water. And so that's why we've got to find the ultimate and sprinkler the that we can, one. and that's easy, <laughs> something that's easy. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So is there, have we missed anything? If you've got a big block of land, and you and you you really uh, keen on what you're doing to it, then you can go into what's called a fully automatic system. And you have to and get that, someone to do that for you. Well, no, oh. you don't. It's, oh. It is just so simple in actual fact. Okay. You have a controller that can work out. You know, you, you can then program it to come on when you want to come on. You then have things in the ground that become uh, a station. So if you want to do your backyard, that might be station one. And the thing that controls that water is the thing called a solenoid control valve. Mm. And it has just two wires that run to it from the controller Mm. and one of the wires that runs to it is a common wire and the other wire is a station wire. And it might be station one with a common wire, then you go to station two with a common wire and so forth. But it really is very, very simple. I know it sounds complicated, (laughs) but it is a very easy, simple, simple system to do. And then you can go away. 
you know, on holidays, yeah. or whatever else, in the middle of summer, and have this automatic that it's system working. coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're not going anywhere, are we? So I'm not going to worry about that well, right now. Not, not, <laughs> not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but we will next year. We'll go somewhere and Absolutely. we'll have our automatic systems. I'll get you to put that into. <laughs> so if you don't have a system already in place, we hope this information will encourage you to put your best DIY talents to good use and install one before the heat of summer arrives. And it's not far away. We've just had a couple of days of. A little test of yes. summer it was amazing. And you don't want to be putting the system in when the ground's dry. This time of be, the year when we've had perfect. plenty of rain, yeah. the ground is fully wetted, so when you're putting that drip, that drip irrigation in, you're getting that capillary action, which is just wetting upon mm. wetting upon wetting. Mm. So mm. a great time of the year to be putting in it. This particular system is in spring. Whenever I'm in the big green hair warehouse and if you go to that the, 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 the aisle where all the sprinkler bits are, there's always a, someone there just spending a lot of time trying to find the right bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, listeners. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.